You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Hey, Jordan, your usual drink tonight? Yes, thank you. So, where's Eric and Ryan? Uh, They're on their way. I wanted to listen to your latest podcast, but where can I download the episodes again? You can download all of our episodes at movieguyspodcast.podme.com. You can also find us on every social media platform. Every social media platform? That's awesome. Hey, it looks like your friends are here. Let me get the first round for you guys. So I never was excited when the Jumanji sequel slash reboot came out a few years ago. And I watched it, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. But I watched this movie, and this movie took me three nights to watch because I fell asleep every single fucking time. One of the most boring movies I have seen this year. Eric, how the hell are you doing? <laughs> we are uh, flip-flapping on, on this. I, I am sitting here pleasantly surprised, actually. I don't know if the quarantine has gotten to me. I'll 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 tell you why exactly because the I got sold the concept and I finally bought into it because this ain't your daddy's Jumanji, which is I guess also me. I'm not trying. This ain't my Jumanji. This is the next gen's Jumanji, and I'm getting old. Ryan, how are you? You know, I was doing a lot better before we had to watch this movie. Oh, see, Ryan's on. Ryan are on the same page. Hell has officially frozen over. Now Ryan's gonna say he's conservative. Woo! Because this it's Jumanji. Incredibly, this movie was incredibly conservative. This is the gateway uh, to actually <laughs> being a conservative. <laughs> you you oh maintain my. the status quo. You do nothing to push yourself forward. That is the epitome of what this movie did. Boom, this movie's conservative. <laughs> I this movie okay. So I was not happy when they were announcing the first reboot as well too, which was uh oh, Jumanji uh Welcome to the Jungle. Is that what that, the right. first one was called? Right. Which um I I think you have this one which is Jumanji the next level. I I almost feel like Hollywood is starting to, to acknowledge more of this anthology type franchise rather than it just being one, two, three, four, five. You know, I don't know if they're, if they're kind of taking note from other ones where, uh, cause Star Wars started to do the same thing where it, it wasn't the number so much as it was the, the chapter that you're, that you're listening to or watching. And I, I think that's what this kind this kind of is. This is really just, it's, it's not more of the same, because it's it's added to the, the it's a reboot, but a reboot like it's what the hell am I trying to say with this one? Because it's the same characters, but it's it's different, right? They're all everything's mixed around. Well, this is this is your Hollywood's version of a typical sequel, and not a good sequel like Aliens, Godfather Two, Terminator Two for that aspect of it. This is this is <laughs> this is this is, this is bad. And this is why I would say it was bad, okay? So 
we're all the same age. So we all grew up with the original Robin Williams Jumanji. And we'll always hold a special place in our heart. Kind of like the same argument with Super Mario Brothers. But this is the difference is Robin Williams Jumanji was good. Super Mario Brothers was bad. But it's your childhood. You know? So, okay. So you're going to remake, reboot Jumanji. Okay, so we we cannot replace Robin Williams. That's just something you don't do. So what are we going to do? All right, well, The Rock is really famous and popular. Jack Black is popular, and Kevin Williams is popular. So not Kevin Williams. Uh, Kevin Hart? his name? Kevin Hart, thank you. Kevin Hart's very popular. So let's put them in a movie and have it be Jumanji, and let's see what happens. And you know what? Let's throw some Jonas Brothers in there because why not? And boom, it was a huge success. Great for them. It was fun. First movie was fun. Welcome to the Jungle was just like it was a fun little romp, I would say. But the what but the biggest critique about this movie that I have compared to the last movie is that what the last movie did good was it introduced us to the high school kids for only 10 minutes. It told us what it needed to tell us, and we got to the fucking point. This movie, and I watched the clock, took 33 minutes. For us to get Dwayne Johnson and Kevin Hart and Jack Black. I mean, like, it, it took us... I don't care. And I'm rambling, I'm sorry. I don't care about the main guy, what, Spencer and his breakup with the redhead. I don't care. I don't care that he is a struggling NYU student. I don't care. I don't <laughs> care about Danny DeVito and Danny Glover, how they used to have a restaurant and it failed. That's not the point of the movie at all. And it just failed miserably. What is the the point? Because I I had gotten something completely... Let me take you down the the path of where I got into this Jumanji sandwich, as I'll call it. Because I liked the first one, didn't like the the jungle one, and, and then I enjoyed this one because I bought into it. So it's kind of like a, you know, like, dislike, like. The, the first one... I liked because you already have it based off of book, so that's already uh, off of source material that usually works almost, you know, like nine times out of ten, that, that'll work. If it's inspired by something else. Um, it was better because it followed more strict rules, a guideline where if it was broken, it had dire consequences. So there was more of a thrill, there was more at risk. You know, this game was serious this wasn't uh, a playful game this was survival that's what the game was and because of it you got to feel a, a lot uh, of the suspense for these characters too and the characters had had little build too so you felt for alan parish and in the the shoe factory soul man right everyone remembers david on greer too there was good development there in these situations and it just built off of that and they grew as they encountered these these crazy dangerous obstacles from the game the second movie the jumanji welcome to the jungle was an eye roll because it felt already they them taking away the board game aspect them finding this this uh, uh ancient kind of thing buried you know instead of alan parish finding it it's the game has somehow evolved into a a bit system a, a, a some sort of gaming system a console so it's already kind of an eye roll, like oh, you're trying to you know appeal to a new audience type of thing. But okay, listen, Jumanji, get it? Game's cursed, and it's just it's just changing form. I'll I'll even admit to that too. But to introduce the medley of characters, these avatars, uh, into the game, 
and have them be the, the movie, have them be the characters a, a bit more, is uh, even more of an uh, kind of an, an eye roll. I get it at first. I thought it was just a Hollywood grab. Get the names, put them on a billboard. It's going to be great because it's a family movie. You can you know throw some uh, some PR here, some marketing there. You can you know make it so so versatile as far as what you're trying to uh what demographic you're trying to to go to it just would work and sure enough like you said jordan it it did and it just felt like like what the fuck it, it, it i didn't need to see it i felt like i've already seen it because it's the rock kevin hart it's just kind of like a buddy type of thing this movie comes out the next level and i'm hesitant to watch this having these avatars I didn't care for any. Uh, any uh, I'm sorry, I'm jumping the gun. I didn't care for any of the the characters really about Spencer and the girlfriend. You're right. Um, their lines were very uh, uh, kind of forced, and you know, what that game? I thought we destroyed it. Oh no, there's no way I'm doing that again. You know, kind of those uh, high school drama level kind of uh, um, executions. When we get to the avatars, though, I enjoyed it because they had to switch the roles up a little bit more. The Danny DeVito, the adding the new characters Danny DeVito and uh, Danny Glover into that, I thought was was great. Having them switch their parts too, albeit ridiculous in part of uh, what Jumanji has come now, which is just basically kind of a cartoon version of itself. It's it's still playful. So I'm at a point right now where Jumanji has now just been like, okay, listen, we're not taking ourselves seriously anymore. We're just gonna go dip the foot into the uh, the silly pool and we're just gonna have fucking fun with it and all right ryan what do that's you feel where i'm at that though what do you feel about that with that argument right well i mean these are family movies very obviously targeted at the well there's a lot of cursing in this one i was very surprised by that but for the most part it's brightly colored it's more action heavy than it is character heavy it's uh, dwayne johnson mugs kevin hart mugs um, Jack Black, especially Muggs. Um, they're, you know, very animated. So it, it's obviously us in our th- 30s. Uh, Jordan probably is the only one because he's got a three-year-old daughter that this movie is targeted towards. Um, but, like, so, I mean, the silliness is excusable. The kind of stupidity of it is excusable. Um, but th- what really took me out because, um, like, I, I have no problem with the first one, with Welcome to the Jungle. I enjoyed it when I watched it in theaters, but I have no desire to really watch it again. Um, my wife really loves it, so we we, we own the Blu-ray, but I don't, have, I don't have any rush. I don't feel any rush to pop it in. Um, but one of the issues I had with this one is it's fine that they, they threw Dane DeVito um, and Danny Glover into the, into the Jumanji game. And they all switch characters because now uh, Fridge, the um, athletic black man, is Jack Black, and Dan DeVito is, is the Rock. And the, the the issue is, almost immediately, when the actors in the game have to portray the students outside of the game, they don't talk like they do, right? Dan DeVito doesn't sound like a like a Jewish New Englander. And the fridge doesn't talk like he's from you know the early '90s kind of uh, parody of hood films. Sure. Um, and like, so that joke falls flat, and that joke runs the entire rest of the hour and a half this movie goes, and it is numbing. No, actually, I will 100. I will 100 agree with Ryan on that one because a, a lot of the times 
I almost did a tally on my phone with how many times The Rock said what as the Danny DeVito character. What? I'm in a game. What? What? I'm in a game. What? Jumanji. Very, very stupid. And, and right off the bat, one of the things that I don't like about this movie at all is the villain. I mean, you have The Rock in this movie. Now, now, I know this is an ensemble piece, but people are here to see The Rock. I, however, am here to see the redhead. God bless her. She's my new girlfriend. She plays uh, Nebula, the, the the total blue chick in the Guardians The character's movie. name is Ruby Roundhouse, sir. It Show does. Some it fucking does. respect. And uh, her name is Karen uh, Gillian. Gillen? Gillen. Karen is my girlfriend. It was Rachel. McAdams, and then it was Margot Robbie, and now it's what's her name again? I don't care. <laughs> Good for you. Karen Gillen. Kaylin? Is that her name? Kaylin. Karen? You, you sound Karen. Like, like Danny DeVito's rock character from this movie just now. She is. She is. Who? Who is it? What's she her name? Majest she's majestic. She is gorgeous. She is an angel that is sent from God himself. And I, I I love to see her in this. I will buy 20 Jumanji sequels if she is in it. I don't care. Um, but anyway, uh, I digress. Um, but, okay, so all, all seriousness, what I do like about this movie is that they do have the, uh, they uh, they do a little bit of gamer lingo. They go, oh, he's an NPC. He He's, he's not a character. He's not a playable guy. Uh, the guy in the in the plane that tells them what they need to do. That's cool. Gives them their mission and stuff. This this movie seems more gamey, if that's a word, compared to the last movie. Like this movie feels more like, oh, I'm in a video game compared to the last one. Yeah. What other times have we seen where somebody has gone into a video game? Like what other movies? There's like there's Tron, Brain Scan. Like, is there Ready any other player one? Ready Player one. one. Yeah. Like, has there been any other movies where it's been like they, they've gone into the game? You've gone into the video game. I'm uh, sure there's a few that we're not thinking of, but sure. Either way, I, I feel that in this movie, Annie Welcome to the Jungle, although Jumanji is challenging, I feel that is also very forgiving. Where it is not as forgiving in the in the first movie, even though I guess Van Pelt could have just shot him a couple different times and got over with. Right. But, well, I, I say let's 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 talk about that, guys. Let's talk about the villain. The villain's not good. I mean, like if you're gonna have Dwayne the Rock Johnson, who is the Arnold Schwarzenegger of this generation, then you want to have his Stallone, right? I mean, like, I mean, you got to find somebody that's a good villain, right? Because the sequel is always supposed to be darker and all this. stuff. Why don't we we get we get a no name actor guy playing the villain? Whoa, whoa, whoa! First off, that is uh, what's his name, Rory? That's the Hound from uh, the Game of Thrones. Uh, I proved my point right there. I, I proved my point. He's Go been ahead. a few other things. He's also been in uh, um, oh, what the oh, uh, Hot Fuzz. Uh, I. I Again, my point stands proven. Okay, you're not telling me anything great. Okay, okay. Maybe you should watch a movie or two. Oh! Hot Fuzz is not great at Game of Thrones' is shit, so... <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Game of Thrones' is shit. So, anyway, that's... Uh, well, um, what season is, at least? 
But okay, so let's just go with something different. I I do actually like the change of scenery though, because the first movie uh, because the first movie was called Welcome to the Jungle. It was all about Jumanji Jungle, blah 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 blah. That's great. This movie goes to the I'm just gonna say the Alps, the Rockies kind of a setting. It is a winter setting, and I actually kind of I kind of dug that that setting more because it's not your typical been there done that kind of place. How do you guys feel about the setting? We got a desert too. Yeah, there's a, a desert. desert. There's a little like desert village. There is a little jungle area when they cross the bridge. Uh, they do the bridge game. Right. It's like the 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 mountains. The snowy mountains really only come into play in the third act. It does, but that's the that's the act that we care about. Okay, fine. That's the what next level. Feel about, yeah. So, <laughs> what do you feel about Spencer for no reason? Uh, who was a down and out NYU student? You know, he he just can't get a break. His logic, you know, like his fucking logic luggage breaks. Uh, you know, his girlfriend broke up with him. He's just down and out in his luck, so he decides to go into the Jumanji game to prove his manhood. To prove what? Why? Why did? Why did Whew. he go back into the game? Hey, one thing's for sure. We just are happy this kid didn't have a gun, right? <laughs> oh god <laughs> i mean just like uh, problems could be solved so many times over if they just had a jumanji game instead right oh it's because he, he gets a high off of playing game. sorry ryan go ahead you gotta move the plot along doesn't matter how you get there in these movies it just has to happen oh i got the impression that he got the high off of off of playing bravestone but wouldn't it have been better if, like, you know, I don't know, like Danny Glover and Danny DeVito somehow stumbled upon the game and they were, like, bonding and then they got sucked in and that's when the kids came together and was like, oh, my God, my, you know, my grandpa got sucked in Jumanji. We got to go and save him. I mean, that seems more clean uh, plot-wise than just saying, my girlfriend broke my heart. I, it sucks in New York City. I'm gonna I'm gonna go into Jumanji. That just seems like a fucking cop out to me. Where's the emotional resonance, Jordan? The emotional thing is I gotta save my grandpa so he doesn't get killed in Jumanji because I went through this. You know what I mean? Like I mean, why have this struggle? I I I, I don't understand. Well, uh, the the struggle. I I actually agree with you 100 percent on this because a big problem that I have with this movie. Actually, I'll go ahead and say the only thing that I liked about this movie, it was just the, the core four and their interactions. Honestly, that that's what made the movie for me. Everything about this movie, I am, I am very happy to shit talk with you. I say core four, by the way, because Nick Jonas, what the fuck did you do in this movie? You had 10 minutes and you lost two lives. Anyway, Nice. Right, right, right. Yeah, dude, you were, I was there for 20 years. Really? You took you 10 minutes, dude. Anyway, uh, I forgot where I was fucking going to go with this. Oh, oh, for the, for the plot. Um, you could have easily had the core four, uh, the younger outside core four, um, still be friends. Like, they're they're tight. They're they're better than ever, you know? Um, and they're, they're really, like, just thriving. They're, they're living their best life type of thing, you know? That way, you could really focus a, a lot on the newer characters, right? You could kind of hand it off and, and just kind of see that uh, they have a, this unity thing. But again... Uh, um, maybe they wanted to have some sort of uh, ripples and riffs uh, for dialogue in the the filler. Again, you could still fill that with other shit, though. Uh, and the main uh, uh, dialogue within 
uh, I mean, the turmoil, I'm sorry, within the group is between Dan DeVito and, and Danny Glover's character, between Milo and, uh, who's the other guys? Otis? I don't know. Which, oh. which, 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 <laughs> I'm going to interrupt you. I'm going to ask Ryan this question. Ryan, do you care? Do you care about Danny Glover and, and, and Danny DeVito? You don't care about the Milo story. and Eddie. You don't care. I don't you care. Do not care. It, no, they 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 do, cares. they do the bare minimum, but then they don't like they set up. There's a there's some sort of rift between them there that Danny Glover's trying to heal, but then you know you get halfway into the movie before they reveal it, and then it doesn't even really play into the ending. Like I get like they both save the day, but uh, like that's where their friendship is me- uh, mended and everything. But it's like it seems like an afterthought. Right. How about how about this? Uh, let's present. I'll present to you guys an idea. Let me pitch you an idea, if you will. Okay. So movie starts with the core four uh, kind of meeting up for the holidays again. Uh, everyone seems to be kind of happy. They all meet at Nora's, the restaurant in question. That's where we get introduced to Eddie and Milo, and, and we see though that there is, you know, uh, um, kind of heat between them. Right. Something. There's an right. edge. And you know, we find out later that it's this ongoing, uh, ongoing thing that uh, Milo wants to leave. He'd be doing the same thing. You know, I want to retire, and he's like, "What are you talking about, man? You know, you, we need you. We don't. You know, this whole thing back and forth." Uh, let's just say that their uh, um, their fight escalates maybe at some point when back at the house when they're trying to do a comforting thing. You get the game involved there uh, in some way or another. You know, there's other ways to, to do it. And in their heat, through an accident, I would more believe that. That them being downstairs, that the game kind of triggered something. Doing some sort of, like, they're trying to plug in Christmas decorations or something like that, you know? There you go. Something stupid. There you go. Something stupid where they accidentally get into the game. Unknowingly and then, and then the do it. Yes. Yeah, or... or they're trying to find, uh, you know, oh, oh, Milo used to, or uh, so-and-so used to play this game all the time. We fix it for him. We could play it together. You know, I don't know, something silly like that. But make it about those two. Not to not to everyone share the, the screen time. These core four don't need to overcome anything. Right. You know, there's, right. there's I, you don't feel for them. I feel that it, it really should have been a lot more about uh, Milo and Eddie's characters. Um just because that's that's where the, the story was. No, I 100% agree. I mean, have them accidentally do it, blah, 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 blah. Absolutely. So I've shown this movie myself personally, but there's one thing in this movie that I did actually thoroughly enjoy that I thought was shot well. I thought the effects were good, the CGI, and I thought the action was good. Uh, I think you guys know what I'm going to say, but I think that the bridge scene with the baboons was actually quite entertaining and very good action. I thought it was well-paced. Um, I, I definitely thought it was an edge-of-your-seat kind of stuff. It was like, oh, wow, okay, this is happening. Like, I really enjoyed that bridge scene. I thought that was good. Do you guys – Ryan, Ryan, do you agree with all with, with that? Do, do, do you think the bridge scene was entertaining at least? Oh, yeah, this is just like my review for Rise of Skywalker. It's Everything about it is dumb and stupid. I know I'm getting a little harsh. Um, but the effects are really good. They actually done very well. Well, no. I'm, the action I'm very the movie surprised. I thought was bad. I thought the bridge was good. That's the only thing in the action that I thought was good. I think, that's what I'm asking like, for. I mean, I think the action set pieces throughout the whole movie are, are done really well. Like, they use humor very well. Um, 
when it's not the action stuff, it falls incredibly flat. And I'm actually... So Jake Kasdan is the guy that directed this and the last one. I think he co-wrote this one, not the not the Welcome to the Jungle. But um, he made uh, Walk Hard, um, the Dewey Cox <laughs> story. Wow. And he made uh, Orange County um, back in 2000. So I, I was very surprised... Um, like that he got the job to do Welcome to the Jungle. Um, but like seeing him on this one, you know, he's, I don't know. I, I don't know if he's just buying into like, if he's just a, a director that's just trying to get the movie made. Um, Cause there's not really any sort of stamp on this. It is just, it's a, this is obviously a product of, of a corporation and a marketing team. Um, but like, I don't know if they gave him, free run to do an action movie i think i think he'd do very well yeah i mean because we all thought that the director of hangover can never do a movie like joker and look what he did right so why not give this guy free reign sure uh, i mean have you seen school for scoundrels they're basically the same thing oh okay i have seen orange county and i can't believe i have but that movie's dog shit and dewey cox Walk Hard is just a fucking beautiful piece of art. Fuck if anybody says anything else. That movie's hilarious. <laughs> the wrong, the wrong kid died. So no, I. So I, so him making Welcome to the Jungle is fine. Now, um, so we get the blonde. I'm just gonna say because I'm me. The blonde bimbo comes into the game, and uh, she, she is a majestic black horse with a secret because it has wings it's not a unicorn then what what's 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 that horse called now with wings? Pegasus. a pegasus but pegasus she's a pegasus but then eventually they they they, they switch over it kind of has they like bat over. wings though if the pegasus had feathers doesn't matter Mm-mm. absolutely but we did talk about the plot but pretty much the bad guy stole this flame this this rock this jewel uh, this jewel that uh, kind of enchanted the land and provided, uh, you know, enriched growth for the crops and, you know. Yeah. And the only way to beat this next level of Jumanji is to steal back this gem, hold up to the sun, and scream Jumanji. And the last thing we didn't talk about is the fact that when Spencer goes back, he thinks he's going to be the rock. And he's like, no, I'm not the rock. I'm some Chinese woman who is a thief. So it's like played by like played by Aquafina. Yeah, um, I don't like that either. I don't like that either because I don't I don't think there's any need for more, uh, for more characters. There's no need for Black Beauty, hence the horse. Uh, there's no need for a, a, a pickpocket with a heart of gold. There's there's no reason to add these new actors, these new characters, these new avatars to the story. It, it just, it just makes it confusing. And there's just more people that we don't need to care about. And that's one of my other complaints. It's, it's, it's just too much, way too much. And somebody needed to die. Somebody. If it was the rock, that's my last complaint. The rock could have been like, Hey, guess what? Studio. I'm only doing the sequel, and then pff, Rock is out. I got that Fast and Furious money coming soon, you know? Uh, then fine, have the Rock character die so you can't be his avatar anymore. Or Jack Black, or whoever. 
But somebody needed to die, and because nobody died, this tells me that if there's a third one, everything is fine. Well, nobody's gonna die. Time out. I, I actually have a big question, and it really kind of bothered me. But if we're going by Jumanji rules, because this has happened twice, they've already mentioned that the first movie is canon. It is. They've mentioned Alan Parrish. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. you guys didn't... There's that little Easter egg at the end of the, the credit. Well, not the full credits, but the the title sequence. Uh, no. What's that? Go ahead. You meet Nora. It's the ant from the first movie. Oh. At the end of this movie? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, and then... Or, or no, they do. No, no, no. That's not the. That's not the tag. That's that last scene. The tag is, um, they come out of the of the restaurant and there's a bunch of ostriches running down the street. The ostriches from the desert scene, desert level in the game. Oh, I'll, I'll look that up. Uh, well, that that actually might play into the end of this movie, right? So that might play into my theory. If uh, if we're going off of Jumanji rules, Alan Parrish first uh, went into the game. Was trapped for what, like twenty-five years or something like that? Twenty years? Sure. Thirty years? Twenty-eight years? Let's, let's just say thirty for shits and gigs. I think it's I think it's twenty-eight. I don't, I, I don't know. Anyway, uh, he comes uh, back and uh, and then the the other kids um, they play the game. They beat the game. Once the game was finished, time rewinds, right? Because that was just a long game. It was like a twenty-year-long game. So. Fast forward. Now we have um, uh, Alex, who is Colin Hanks' character, who's also the Nick Jonas. So he started the game in 1996, right? He got sucked in, and he disappeared. And then 20 years later, uh, the Core 4 then play the game, see that he's in it, right? And they play the game, beat the game. They all get out, but they said that uh, Alex said that it, he was uh, came back to 1996. So the game then did a time swap, right? Right. So at the end of this movie, Milo stays in the game. So right. there, we don't. Uh, I mean, we don't know what laws of physics apply in there. If his cancer, or whatever, sick uh, is gonna now apply to him in in Pegasus form. You know, or uh, if there are different rules, if he gets to reset. But I would assume then, if there is a third, and I'm going to guarantee you there is going to be, there if they finish the, any game, then you would have to assume, or at least I would, that the game would reset to 2019 or 2020 whenever this movie came out. I hope it fucking doesn't, and that will be our last argument before we get into our popcorn rating. That was a long-winded... Uh, theory no no i just i just i just hope it doesn't because this is what makes these two movies i would say a, a standout compared to the robin williams movie the robin williams movie came out in a time that's different than where it is now it was a board game so we're gonna remake it let's just be honest okay the fucking studio says okay we gotta remake everything because freddie got a remake jason got a remake why not remake jumanji fuck it right and okay, well, video games are better than board games, right? So that's that that was the fucking thought process that went into it, I guarantee you. So I hope that they don't do this reset. I hope they don't fuck it up because there's no need 
to go back and, and, and do that shit. This is a this is a Sega Genesis cartridge. Move on. Because by the third movie, have it be a fucking PlayStation disc for all I care. Who controls it? Why is there a disc? Why is there a cartridge? Who cares? The Rock is in here, for God's sakes. So anything that he's in is going to be shit anyway, so let's just go with it. Fuck it. Have you seen San Andreas? <laughs> you know, I, I just... Fuck it. And, and it, it, see, that's my complaint, and, and that's where I get a little bit passionate, and that's where I get a little bit uh, frustrated with this, because I press play to to review this movie, and I want to turn my brain off. I want to put my brain in the freezer and just not fucking think and just go along with this world. But then I have the Movie Guys podcast goggles on, and I'm like, I can't because everything in this is complete nonsense. And I just, oh, anyway. I want to say that The Rock is such a gifted businessman that he probably filmed Rampage and San Andreas at the same time. I would totally believe that because both movies, one movie's my left testicle, one movie's my right testicle. He just comes to new movies now and she's like, listen, I got a bunch of footage of me just falling out of buildings and right. a lot of explosions, a lot of green screen of me just, just looking, staring, and going, no, and then just jumping. I got a lot of jumping videos. I think you can use it. We can definitely edit that. Ryan, let's get into our popcorn ratings. Ryan, what is going to be your popcorn rating for Jumanji, the next level? Uh, this is a small bag. Uh, the movie is boring overall. Uh, the action scenes are okay, but it's not enough to counter the the very shallow story, the very shallow characters. It is a kid's film. I'm not the target uh, target demographic. I will admit that. But kid's films can be great. They, you know, they don't have to be this surface level. Um, the thing I really disliked about this movie is that at the end, when they confront the final boss, um, it's all reset to how it was at the end of the first movie. And it is just, there is no progression. Like the sequel exists to make money and, and they aren't even trying to hide it. Um, and I... I wouldn't recommend anyone watch this movie. Uh, the Rock is, you know, annoying, which is the first time I've ever felt that watching anything he's in. Um, and it's just, it's it was so disappointing. However, with that being said, um, with the little tag they have with the ostriches from the game running into the real life, I am actually kind of intrigued for the third one. Yes, are they going to say that the third movie, if there is one, is going to be like the very first one where the stuff comes into our world. That could be cool. That's what I'm, that's what I'm figuring. It could be cool. And Ryan, you said this is the first time you ever felt this way about The Rock. Then clearly you were not a part of our review of Skyscraper. Watch that I've shit. I've not seen Skyscraper. It's another one. Well, his movies, his movies can be bad. Like, San Andreas is not good. Rampage is not good. Hobbs and Shaw is Hobbs not good. Hobbs and Shaw, come on now. But The Rock is usually good. Like, his charisma I mean, can carry him. This time, this is the first time I've ever found him in particular to be annoying. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. The Rock is not good. I mean, we will, we will say, guaranteed, I'm, I'm sure both of you would agree with me, that Arnold Schwarzenegger is not good 
not good. He's fantastic. Oh yeah. There's a Besides, difference between being hold on, a good hold on, actor hold on, and being hold on, super hold, charismatic. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. Arnold Schwarzenegger is only good and charismatic as the Terminator. You make him commando. You make him go against a predator. You make him be in charge of a kindergarten. He's not good. Total Recall. I disagree. Total Recall was was just a step below Terminator. But that's The Rock. The Rock is Schwarzenegger. He's not a good actor. He just is this brooding guy that people love to watch for some fucking reason. And I've always been a rock hater. And I will continue to be a rock hater. Anyway, I'm sorry. So the, the thing that Schwarzenegger and, and The Rock and Stallone, too, um, have mastered is not being better actors. It's establishing an image of themselves and tweaking it to suit the needs of the movie. Like the first Jumanji, and even this one, plays on the fact that he normally plays these tough, badass guys, and now he has to play sort of a nebbish nerd while still being The Rock. Um, and, and that's Schwarzenegger. I mean, Terminator, he was emotionless, but a lot of his roles, Collateral Damage, Eraser, even Judgment Day, they are all variations, even his comedies, they're all variations of what he did in Predator, um, where he's this tough-as-nails um, kind of army guy, like, by the books. Excuse me. And it just tweaks it to fit, whether it's a comedy or, like, a serious action flick, things like that. Um, but no, they're not, they're not great actors. They just have the ability to project a certain image, and their charisma can carry them through. I mean, okay, fine. I mean, I, I'm, we can go on for an hour. I don't see any charisma at all. Um, I, just, I have never been a rock fan ever since I saw the rundown. I forgot all um, these movies. So, Central Intelligence, Empire State, Why Did I Get right? Married 2? Uh, do you remember that fucking Schwarzenegger did Jingle All the Way? Faster? The Rock did a fucking fairy godmother movie. The I, Tooth Fairy, right? Oh yeah, fuck, fuck them all. Fuck them all. Uh, my popcorn rating is, I'm going to agree with Ryan, this one's a small bag. The reason why I give it a small bag is because I did have fun with the baboon bridge scene. I thought that was a very well-done action scene throughout this movie that was supposed to be action. My biggest gripe of this movie is that I don't care about these real-world, quote-unquote, characters. I care about the avatars more, and making us wait 30, 33 minutes to get them is complete nonsense. You know what people want to see. Don't make them wait for it. I, I, I'm so glad I didn't see this in theaters because it would have been just, I would have been so fucking annoyed. Uh, get to the point. This movie did not get to the point. Uh, Nick Jonas, thank you so much for being in the first movie and thank you for your song, Jealous. Other than that, what the fuck are you doing in this movie? I, 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 I don't understand why you're in this movie, Nick Jonas. Don't be in this movie because, because the act, because the characters go to, the Nick Jonas guy in the world, well, there's like, oh, you got to help us. He's like, guys, I have a family. Like, you got to help us. And he's like, okay. Like, there's just, there's just no conflict. There's no struggle. And it was completely disgusting. Um, movie yeah. is completely a small bag. Movie is a small bag. It, it, it has some nonsense. It has some bullshit that you want for a small bag of popcorn. But it does not deserve anything else. But you're not going to go back and get a refill. So, Eric, 
What is your popper rating I, for Jumanji uh, the next level? I, I'm kind of on a borderline there, so I'll give it. I'll give it a small bag with with some extra butter and toppings and, and all that good shit. Because listen, I it's playful. It's silly. I had, I had a fun time with it. I did not take the movie seriously. I consider this just to be a, a, a kids' movie now. They've they've just taken something that I I, I love so dear and they've just made it. For simple folk, this is idiocracy at its finest, and this is how the evolution, de-evolution works. Um, and I had a good time watching it. That's, that's basically what that was. I I am very happy uh, if uh, I'm fine if they don't make a third. I'm I'm fine if they do. It's 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 whatever. I don't think that they will uh, um, immediately because of all this, but I will think that they will make one because they got to. They gotta find a story, like, you know. Yeah. And I kind of agree with what Ryan said: is that hopefully the third one will be in the real world. That'll be kind of cool. Well, we'll see because when Jurassic Park did it, fucked things up. Yeah, Jurassic Park did that, didn't they? Well, next week we'll be going to review a movie that I have absolutely, just like Parasite, have no interest in seeing whatsoever. But I'm going to go into the review next week with an open mind. Next week, we will be reviewing Jojo Rabbit. Um, I, I'm not going to get into the details of why I don't want to see it. I just don't want to fucking see it. So um, that's something we look forward to. That's just my gripe. I, I, I mean, Ryan, Eric, you guys have anything to say about Jojo Rabbit here? Because that's next week's show. And it's a great movie. Should have won Best Picture. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Ryan, I'm sure you totally disagree with me on that. Argument. I mean, I don't. I try not to prejudge movies. Um, I always give every movie a chance. Like I've said, I've I've seen the Hannah Montana movie twice. So I mean, I'll watch. Should have won another movie that should have won Best Picture. Hannah Montana. Oh yeah. Uh, might might as well go with Herbie. Uh, well, but Fur Furry Furby fully loaded. Herbie fully Herbie fully. So wait, loaded. you guys? Neither of you guys have seen JoJo. I have, I have not, not seen JoJo. Wonderful. This will be great. I'm excited. All right. Well, next week we'll come back to everybody with JoJo Rabbit. And then after that, to close out the end of May, we're starting our teen romance sex drama with Valley Girl from the 80s. This is not the remake musical that's coming out. I don't know why they're making a musical. God damn it. Anyway, so thank you so much, everybody, for listening to this episode of Movie Guys Podcast. Like always, make sure to check us out on all the social media and also on, the course, our network that we're part of, EMC. Thank you so much, uh, Eric and Ryan, for joining me. And we'll be back next week for another awesome episode for Jojo Rabbit. Have a good night.